0: 439-6028, whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes, a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arborists help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call. 439-6028 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com folks you're listening to the john dipetro show it's weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website which is com. it's tuesday it is november ninth, approaching december 1st obviously but december 1st is significant Because on December 1st, uh cannabis, whatever you want to call it, pot, weed, marijuana will be legal in Rhode Island. They're gonna start selling it on Thursday. So should be an interesting couple of days on the roadways as all of these people uh will now have access uh to something that they can't fully properly test on. This portion of the program, folks, brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. The Christmas season is underway. Everything you need decorating your home. Balsam. Frazier for cut trees. Three feet to eight feet tall. Potted live trees. Custom handmade wreaths with a 10 inch, 60 inch in size. Christmas swag. Mistletoe. Hanging baskets. Roping. Cut greens. Decorative pots. Cemetery baskets. Christmas crafts. Gift certificates are available for gift giving. They're open seven days a week. Plus you want to talk about unique gifts how about custom-made birdhouses and sleighs custom made from local artists and firewood is available both pickup or delivery look for them on facebook folks it's pr landscape materials and garden center everything you need to get your home your business decorated for christmas and they have some great gifts including gift certificates well it's tuesday and folks um you know it's it's certainly uncertain what's going to happen next year in rhode island because we are at a point right now where it, there are just more and more people that are dependent on the state as far as benefits both state benefits government benefits and there's no end to it you know as we speak there are people sleeping out at the rhode island state house you have still of these people that and i don't care what anyone says they choose not to work therefore they don't have any money for rent they actually a lot of them people may be surprised but they like the freedom of living outside and they live in tents in the warmer weather and they set up basically almost campsites they just need the tent to kind of hang their head or rest at night or whatever it is that they may sleep and then they go out and about during the course of the day um, it, it certainly doesn't sound like the best type of life but there are more people that are that are choosing to do this but the problem enters in in the winter months you know that lifestyle certainly seems doable for a lot of people basically may through october but as soon as it starts getting cold out let alone we start to have snow then it becomes impossible now though the burden seems to fall to us that we have to find them a place and they all want their own homes they don't want shelters they don't want to go to a shelter they want their own home they want basically in the winter months for the state to provide them with it's like it's like a, a small shed and the state's gonna have to decide if they're gonna do that type of housing but make no mistake about it there, there's as we've talked about there's a difference between there's a fire and a home and people are displaced and they literally don't have a home there's a difference between that and people that say um you know you didn't i I think i'd rather just gut it out in a tent uh i don't mind it's not that bad it's not the greatest but i i don't want to live in a shelter i don't want to have to have a job i actually don't want to have responsibility and therefore i'll just kind of survive day to day and in the in the summer months especially like june through september they feel it's uh, it's all good and well. There was also an interesting photo posted yesterday of our senior elected leaders sitting down with labor leaders <laughs> to map out next year. I, I don't see any pictures of the business community. I don't see any pictures of our senior level elected leaders sitting down with business leaders saying let's come up with some legislation to make the place uh that much more business friendly we certainly don't see that going on now today's also an interesting day folks because coming up at two o'clock uh and i recognize a lot of people have not watched the world cup but today is one of those days it's a big day because the u.s is playing iran and there's a lot at stake and uh already in the build-up towards it the iranian press they were very very aggressive towards the united states with some of their questioning of the the coach and the athletes and uh and so today there's a lot on the line now the u.s needs to they have to win today in order to keep their you know hopes alive so like many other people i was you know hearing about the world cup and it's not our imagination it's normally takes place in june into july but they uh it's different this time around but the um the the press conference and the tone of the press conference i want to play it for you this is an an iranian reporter questioning tyler adams um and he starts getting into race in the united states and i want to play this
1: Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Iran. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders? And uh, we saw the Black Lives Matter movement uh, over the past few
2: years. My apologies on uh, the mispronunciation of your country. Um... Yeah, that being said,
0: you know, there's
2: discrimination uh, everywhere you go, Um, you know. One thing that I've learned, especially from living abroad in the past years and uh, having to fit in in different cultures, is that in the U.S. we're we're continuing to make progress uh, every single day. I grew up in a in a white family with an, obviously an African American heritage and background as well. So um, I had a little bit of uh, different cultures, and I, I was able, very very easily able to assimilate in different different cultures. So um, you know, not everyone has that that ease and uh, the ability to do that, and obviously it takes longest to understand. And through education, I think it's it's super important, like you just educated me now on the pronunciation of, of your country. So, um, yeah, it, it's a it's a process. I think as, as long as you see progress, uh, that's the most important thing.
0: You know, that was, um, boy, talk about handling it pretty well. Very classy answer. He is the captain and leader. But I want to play it again. <laughs> this is the Iranian, um, the journalist going after him, and he's sitting next to the U.S. coach at this press conference. People, Here we go. Tyler,
1: this— question is for you. My name is Mila Javamardi from Press TV. First of all, you say you support the Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders? And uh, we saw the Black Lives Matter movement the past few years are you okay to be representing the u.s meanwhile there's so much discrimination happening against black people in america my apologies on
0: you know then uh, he handles it very well can you believe that the nerve but that's you know that's the iranians so representing the u.s the way the people are treated black people i mean are you kidding me the way that people are treated are you comfortable representing a country a racist country like the united states wow now let's just put this in perspective iran is calling for the u.s to be expelled after the team's social media account showed support for iranian women, (laughs) protests caused the united states men to, to be bombarded at the press conference and the social team has since deleted the post they shouldn't have they shouldn't have deleted it Iran. we say iran iranian journalists hijack world cup press conference ask us players you're representing a racist country high inflation and you're not pronouncing it correct it's iran (laughs) i kind of like it it builds up uh, a lot of excitement more excitement for today again i think he um he gave it a a very um he he gave it a a very strong uh response on that now i wanna get to um some of the other stories now folks again this situation regarding president Trump and who he dined with with kanye West whatever they wanna call him ye kanye Change their names back and forth nick fuentes and also that milo is mixed up listen these these guys are openly anti-semitic and th- this is this is going to be addressed one way or the other a lot of people are condemning it president trump has yet to condemn it he just says you know i i was uh i was thrown i didn't know he was going to bring to dinner all right i want to play this is the uh some sound the today show of the big match today. Here we go.
3: ...game for Team USA. By the way, this one, a win or go home against Iran, and while there's sure to be plenty of drama on the field, there's also a lot of off-field controversy swirling around this match. We've got two reports. We're going to start in Doha with NBC's Megan Fitzgerald. Hey, Megan, good morning. Hoda, good morning to you. Look, while the excitement is building here in Doha, and I know back home, the controversy around this tournament continues... At the World Cup today, it's win or go home for Team USA. Excitement building for the game that's standing between the young team of stars and the rest of the tournament. I'm hoping for a 3-1 win. The Americans getting in a final practice before their make-or-break game against Iran. I know their confidence is good after
4: the results so far,
3: so their work effort
5: I think will really bring it home for us.
3: The two countries, not just rivals on the field, but on the real-world stage as well. That animosity spilling over at a pregame press conference that got testy. After earlier this week, the U.S. Soccer Federation briefly posted a graphic showing the Iranian flag without the Islamic Republic emblem. The American coach grilled by Iranian state media.
2: We're not focused on those outside things, and, and all we can do on our behalf is apologize on behalf of the players and the staff. But it's not something that um, you know that that we are part of
3: team captain tyler adams scolded by an iranian reporter for mispronouncing iran
1: our country is named iran not iran who also
3: questioned him about the treatment of black people in the u.s
2: my apologies on uh the mispronunciation of your country um yeah that being said you know there's discrimination uh everywhere you go in the u.s we're we're continuing to make progress uh, every single day
3: the coach and captain aiming to keep the team focused on moving to the next round. Despite everything going on off the pitch, Team USA told me it's all about mindset going into the game. As American fans are getting fired up. Ready to cheer the red, white, and blue to victory. And guys, you know, speaking of those fans, I have a few here that are from Dallas, from uh, Arkansas. Got
0: you know, I kind of like that. It just adds a little more drama to the um it does it adds a little more drama to the the whole match that's going to take place and by the way that's coming up right at the end of the show at at uh at two o'clock now i also want to um folks there's potentially a rail strike that's going to take place but also will smith remember he made his first late night appearance he's got a, a film coming out since that oscar slap he did it with that trevor noah so no one saw it. But I want to just hear this piece on uh, Will sure, Smith. No,
6: on the Daily Show about his attack on
7: Chris Rock at the Academy Awards. Amy here with the details. Good morning, Amy. Hey, good morning, George. Will Smith acknowledged that moviegoers might not want to watch him on screen after that incident we all watched. Movie's gonna he said, bomb. I took my hand and made it hard for other people. And he understands the idea when they say hurt people, hurt people.
5: I was going through something that night, you know, and... Uh, not that that you know justifies my behavior
7: yeah. at all just, overnight you know, yeah, will Smith like making his earned. first appearance uh, on late night TV exactly. since his on stage comedian Chris Rock at the Oscars in february i 've been away. <laughs> what um, y'all, y'all been doing
0: <laughs> to promote a film Opening
7: up about the shocking slap scene round the world at last year's Oscars Smith says after returning to his seat he was in a daze that lasted <laughs> until a frank conversation uh, with his 9 year old nephew who had watched the show at home
5: like he had stayed up late to see his uncle Will you know and we're sitting in my kitchen and he's on my lap and he's holding the Oscar and he's just like why did you hit that man uncle Will you know <laughs> you Why are you trying to Oprah me? <laughs>
7: no, no. After being subject to immense social media backlash for the slap ah, Smith resigned from the academy Which later banned him from all events for the next decade
5: you asking what did I learn And it's that um... We just gotta be nice to each other, man. Oh,
0: look who's talking. Spence addressing
7: the incident as part of a promotional campaign for his <laughs> yeah. latest film, Emancipation.
6: That's all it is. Telling
7: Entertainment Weekly, I definitely lose a couple winks of sleep every night over concerns his Oscars infamy could hurt the movie's release. What? And explaining to a local DC station, he realizes audiences might not be ready to embrace him in a new role. I
5: completely understand that. If, if uh... You know, someone is not ready. I would absolutely respect that and allow them their space. My deepest hope is that my actions don't
7: penalize my team. Now, even though my Will God. Smith is banned from the Academy Awards for the next 10 years, he is eligible to be nominated for Best Actor. There you
0: go. <laughs> Listen, the only reason he is speaking out is because he's got a film to promote and as they said in the film entourage excuse me the television show entourage they don't pay you to make the movie they they pay you to promote the movie that's what it's all about now moving on to twitter twitter has been discussed at the white house listen to this surprising comment from white house press secretary we're keeping an eye on twitter why are you keeping an eye on twitter about
8: twitter
6: researcher at Stanford who says that this is a critical moment, really, in terms of um, ensuring that Twitter does not become a vector for misinformation. I mean, are you concerned about, the? you know, Elon Musk says there's more and more uh, subscribers coming online. Are you concerned about that, and what tools do you have? Who is it at the White House that is really keeping track of this? So look, this is something that we're certainly uh, keeping a- an eye on. And uh, look, um, we you know we have always been very clear, um, and that uh, when it comes to social media platforms, it is their responsibility uh, to make sure that um, when it comes to misinformation, when we when it comes to the hate that we're seeing, uh, that they they take action, that they continue uh, to take action again. We're all keeping a close eye on this. We're all uh, uh, monitoring uh, what's what's currently uh, occurring, and uh, we see, you know, we see it with our own eyes of, of what you all are reporting, and just for for ourselves, what's happening on, on Twitter. Uh, but again, the social media companies have a responsibility to prevent their platforms uh, from being used by any user uh, to incite violence, especially violence uh, directed at individual communities, as we have been seeing, and the president has been very clear unc- calling uh, that out he'll continue to do that
0: as someone that's on it every day I I don't see any difference I don't notice any difference I don't maybe there are some people that do I know I I believe some people's accounts have been reinst have been uh, restored but I have not seen it let's go to uh, Vice President Mike Pence vice president Mike Pence now goes after President Trump for that dinner at a lago with the uh, the the Anti Semites and the racists. Here we go.
4: President Trump was wrong uh, uh, to give a, a white nationalist, right. um, um, an anti Semite, and a yes. Holocaust denier a seat at the table. Yes. And, uh, I think I he agree. should apologize yes. for it. Yep. Uh, and he should denounce those individuals yes. uh, uh, and their hateful rhetoric without qualification. With that being said, as I point out in the book as well, I I, I don't believe Donald Trump. Is an anti-Semite. I don't believe he's a racist or a bigot. I, I would not have been his vice president if he was. And uh, you know, people often forget the the president's daughter converted to Judaism. Yep. His son-in-law is a devout Jew. Um, his grandchildren are Jewish. And so, I, I, you know, the broad brush of attack that media leveled at him. But uh, I, I think the president demonstrated uh, profoundly poor judgment. Uh, in in giving those individuals a seat at the table. And as I said, I think he should apologize for it. He should denounce them without qualification.
0: You know, I agree with uh, Vice President Mike Pence. Now, we don't know if he will. Um, obviously, President Trump doesn't want to talk about it. But there, there's nothing—I I think it would go a long way to just say, hey, I you know what, we made a mistake. In hindsight, I shouldn't have had Kanye here. And I I, I am telling you folks— that there's if you are a trump supporter and i say this as someone that has voted for him twice but it does not bode well for the 2024 campaign if there doesn't seem to be any vetting of guests how these individuals not only got entered into mar-a-lago but then were able to actually dine with him without anyone we're not talking about deep secret service backgrounds talk about just like a simple google search would determine who these individuals were that he was sitting down with so you know kanye west is i saw an interview he walked out on an interview last night and it's too bad because at times when when here's the danger with both kanye west and nick fuentes first of all i was actually surprised i found him very riveting with what he was saying and i i don't know if they're fully expressing and making the point that they want to but at times both he and nick fuentes actually they're very convincing and they make a strong argument the part that i saw now again that doesn't mean i condone any of the views but their the argument they were trying to make was he was saying you know people routinely i'll tell you where he's wrong though he was trying to say people routinely talk about trying to uh get the black vote. And how come if you can say they're going to get the black vote, why can't people talk about you know that they're going to get the in in essence the Jewish vote? But what that's wrong is people do talk in those terms. People do talk in those terms. They they may not like it or they may not be familiar with it, but pe- people do talk about that. Especially when you if they're going to talk about voting, I recognize there's different degrees and elements of of what they were talking about, but people talk about that a certain candidate has strong female appeal has certain uh senior citizens appeal they 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 freely talk about in south carolina during the primary joe biden vice president at the time biden won the you know he won south carolina because of the large african-american vote they do talk about that but at the same time you hear them talk about you know whether it's the jewish vote or whatever the vote may be so i I don't I think their protest on this thing kind of rings hollow because they're trying to say how come they can say they're trying to get the Jewish vote, but no one talks about trying to get excuse me trying to get the black vote, but no one talks about trying to get the jewish vote i I mean I don't know if it's broken out exactly that way, but there's definitely demographics and there's there's definitely a group of individuals uh that certainly have an allegiance to to Israel and they're very powerful lobby and Israel's a, a very powerful ally of ours so i don't i don't think their argument is as strong as they think it is but i'll say as i was watching this interview it was only for a few minutes they sat down with this guy who was terrible by the way um who was certainly not up to the task of the interview but in their own way they they're they're pretty conv- convincing i mean nick fuentes is i mean i, I to completely disagree with his views and i think they're if anything are very helpful but they're, they're not um they're, they're very intelligent and they're well spoken and they have their talking points debate style down the way they they make their argument so it's too bad they were supposed to do an interview last night and then the thing just fell apart but Kanye, when given a microphone, he's having a lot of problems. sounds like he's got a lot of tax problems as well right now. Um, the guy's made so much he had a deal with Adidas or I think it was 500 million a year. That's how much his clothing line was worth, and it has just evaporated. so but anyhow, some problems continue for President Trump on this front. All right, it's Tuesday. you're listening to the John DePtro Show it's getting cold already this winter keep your family your employees warm with matthews oil company call them today 401-942-7500 matthews oil company 24-hour emergency service for over four generations they make it easy to keep your home comfortable and safe trusted oil delivery call matthews oil company today 401-942-7500 you can find them online matthews dot com matthews oil premier dealer of rhode island delivering the highest quality heating fuels at matthews oil they take pride providing reliable affordable service for you and your family celebrating 90 years of service call them now it's going to be a cold winter get that tank filled call matthews oil company today 401-942-7500 in an emergency they offer 24-hour emergency service Matthews Oil Company, 401 942 7500. Folks, you are listening to the John DePetro Show weekdays. Start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. 9. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com Joining us right now, independent columnist, siblings. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, let's start off. Boy, Kevin McCarthy, for all this talk about 2024, Kevin McCarthy, he is on the verge of being and becoming the most powerful Republican. In the country,
8: yes, and good to be with you, um, John. Um, the thing with McCarthy, even though he does have to, you know, get the vote, and that's going to happen in January, but he, despite you know a lot of back and forth, he is on his way to not only the most powerful Republican right now, John. He he really can now lay out a bit of an adjusted roadmap, I would argue, you know that, and he can a little bit detour from Trump, who was the biggest Republican, you know, and I think this is a big moment for McCarthy um, as they go forward. Um, I would point to whatever it was several days ago, you know, they had a big press conference on the border. And I think what he has, some of the things they brought out, John, is they are hearing very loud and clear from their constituencies, people feel the border has not been, not only is it not really working right, um, and they want to go after Majorcus and just say, you know, you keep saying the border is secure and it's completely the opposite. That's right. Um, and I think some things I thought are very little more innovative and hopefully he's working with some, I'm sure he is some very good people. Like he's saying they want to hold the immigration hearings at the border, for instance. Now, A lot of the media would probably try to sidestep that. But I think that's actually, you know, kind of an innovative idea and just say we want to show firsthand to Americans in a really concentrated way what has really been going on down here. So I think this is a big test for McCarthy. This is going to be a big moment. Obviously, you know, you have to keep a lot of people on board. As you and I know, John, there are some very you know, a little more far, far right Republicans that are in that caucus, and they, they're going to want to see what they want to see. So I think it's a big test of, can he be, actually, he needs to be the Republican version of really of what a Nancy Pelosi did manage to do yep. for, for a long time. And that was to keep both sides, you know, in in the fold. And that's what a really a big political leader does. So. Well, he's Don, uh, he's got a big, big, you know, task ahead.
0: Donna Perry, you spent time in D.C. Talk about who was speaker at that time and what what is it like? Uh, you know, someone has described to me, you know, the you know, the president really doesn't go out a lot in Washington. The vice president doesn't. The speaker is different. The speakers on Capitol Hill, the speakers more accessible. In many ways, whoever, maybe, whether it's, you know, go back to, you know, Newt Gingrich or whether it's Nancy Pelosi or whoever, Right, that really becomes the dominant person out and about in D.C.
8: Well, they they really do, and everyone wants their ear. Um, you know, this sounds awful. When I first started, I mean, it was past the Tip O'Neill era, which of course was the most famous under Reagan in the '80s, um, and I was there late '80s, just around to '90, um, and. Then it was, I have to remember, because it turned into um, Indiana's big rep at the time, Bob. Right. And I, can't, I feel All awful. Right, not
6: to
0: put you on the spot, His but name. just the role of the
8: speaker. Oh, yeah. Oh, the role of the speaker, John. Like, nothing in a way, people would say the speaker is no one, is almost bigger than the president. And in some ways, in Washington's world, because so much is at stake with the way they're going to handle you know, what gets introduced, what gets hidden, what gets, you know, thrown away, what gets on the floor. And so they become the, really the center of gravity of the town, you know, because mm-hmm. they will, you know, let's be honest, the lobbyists want their ear, not just the members of course are always trying to work it. Um, and so that's just a huge, huge role Um, and and it's, it's going to control a lot of, you know, the tempo of what happens. I I would just say as a cautionary to any of the Republicans, we are in a time when people are going to want to see some way, somehow to feel a little more confident about the U S economy. I don't think that's like a small thing, you know what I mean? So I think that they, you you can't just look like, oh, you know, we got to go after, the Dems on this and that, you, you know, you have to reverse some policy and it might be to relax where maybe tax policy was going to get, you know, go, go up and and say, no, we're not doing that to the public, but I think they're going to have to deliver.
0: It's interesting. It's a lot like the, the speaker, in, whether it be the Massachusetts on Beacon Hill or the renowned state house, many ways the speaker is the inside player. The speaker does hold a lot of power. I remember one Speaker yep. of the Rhode Island House, you know, someone I was with, someone, and with that person, and they asked if they ever had any eyes on maybe someday running for governor. And he looked like they don't. Are you, they don't call me out when there's a blizzard. They don't call me out when there's a hurricane. Right. That's true. like I'm not doing that. The Senate gets the judges. We get the budget, and wherever the money is, that's where the power is. Now, speaking of uh, power, uh, folks, I think it was people with Donna Perry. What's going on in China right now? dj cannot be ignored this is a pivotal moment right now going on in china
8: yeah and john it really is extraordinary because um i think even beyond russia or iran or something i mean china you just do not see mass protests um we can all point to when there has been because that's how unusual it is and i would just say you know isn't it funny after all that we all went through that back to the COVID. I mean, this is really about the public has exploded if people hadn't been following it because there was a fire. Um, I forget which, uh, a province rather remote Zing province, but there was 10 people killed in a fire because this is so awful. They were in quarantine and they lock them inside. Oh. We've seen some of these images, JD, they, they like nailed the door shut yeah. they could the poor people and they could not get out and they died in the fire um because this is this it is john is beyond irrational yeah this zero covid insane thing in china of all places where you know people feel we still really didn't get the answer of how covid started and so now you have the optics for president xi i, I would argue this could be his biggest political threat You know, you don't see thousands of people. They are taking to the street. I think it's remarkable. The little bit of coverage is through cell phone, you know, cell pictures that anything that gets out or videos. And they're saying, I don't care if the police are here. I am willing to risk myself. Like, we will not stand for this anymore. And, you know, it is unbelievable as we almost enter 2023 that Mm -hmm. that they are taking this Insanely, or like I say, just a rational approach. And but when you have thousands on the streets, I think she's government, John. I think they're thrown by this um, yeah. because the people are just saying, I, "I don't care." And but I also think what's been going on under she, who is just the iron-fisted type of leader. You know, the, this is also a control of the population. It, it really is beyond COVID. I mean, the idea of oh, we'll just lock you down. You know,
0: literally lock them down. Yeah, the door so, locked, and the firefighters couldn't even get to them.
8: It's so, you know right. So I terrible, it's, but it is remarkable. You do not see. I think that of all the you know authoritarian nations. I think China, you know, you don't see the people just flooding out. We don't care. The police, especially as um, other and some writers have pointed out, I mean, they are such a massive surveillance state. That's right. So they really follow their people, which is mm. awful. So, but we'll you're see. right; it is,
0: it's rare nationwide protests that are going on in China right now.
8: Yeah, yeah.
0: Folks, quick break. Much more had Donna Perry, right here on the John DePillo Show. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care, urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families, specializing in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment service, AtMed Urgent Care, they provide immunization, school sports physicals. They are a cost-efficient healthcare alternative to hospital-based emergencies. They're open 7 days a week, walk-in routine urgent care minus surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries, physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear Antibody infusions. You, someone in your family, suffering from COVID, you want to go straight to Atmed Urgent Care. Two locations: Johnston, fifteen twenty-four Atwood Avenue, Suite one twenty-two, or East Greenwich, fifty-seven fifty Post Road. Online at AtmedUrgentCare dot net. We're speaking with independent columnist opinion maker. It is Donna Perry and DJ. I want to touch on. This is one of those things that just defies logic, and it was apparently it, it broke on. Friday. No, I think it started to break on Thanksgiving Day, the story. But then what we learned was that on Tuesday night, a week ago, President Trump had some uh, guests for dinner at Mar-a-Lago. And, you know, he's already announced he's running. And we learned that there was pictures of Kanye West and then Nick Fuentes. I know exactly who he is. He was at BU. He is the definition of anti-Semitism. America first, he calls himself, but they are social misfits. He is. There's nothing funny about him. He is. It's. I wouldn't even say yeah. conservative. They are. They, this is nothing but. When you talk about, you know, praising Hitler and you know, death to the Jews and the Jews should leave America and all this other stuff, then that, that, that's not conservative talk. No, that's, that's of course racist, not bigoted talk.
8: Right. To. So Wacky.
0: Somehow Kanye West ends up at Mar-a-Lago, and then who's with them? But Nick Fuentes now. President Trump, and they've been trying to do damage control, for a pro, former president, I will say, uh, tell you as a as a former, well, I at this point, former Trump supporter, it is inexcusable. You, you're a president. You have a vetting process. You have the Secret Service. We, where is the vetting of who are these people? I, I just, I can't listen to this nonsense of I didn't know who this person was. First of all, Kanye West has imploded because of his anti-Semitism. Sure, right. To For them to have access to him at dinner, we're not talking about someone gets a photo with someone, which a lot of times someone of power, there's someone along the rope line, what have you, that they get photo with. We're talking about there's no way these two people should have been led into Mar-a-Lago, let alone dining with President Trump.
8: Absolutely not. And John, you know, this... This whole issue that Trump has had for a long time are the hangers on, yep. you know, and there are these people who somehow got on that train in 2016. Um, they've mentioned there's a some woman who somehow they, they arranged it. Look, John, he's a former president. Yes. And the fact that I, I think I will give credit to New York Times, they they did say it just shows this un. Discipline, uncontrolled yep. environment of this yes. post-presidency that's right um even as now he thinks he's going to be back in the arena and he launches the bid you know and and i just think it, it just looks number one john it's it's so inappropriate i think you know it's it looks like amateur hour it almost looks yep. like it's back to 2015 he would take a meeting with anybody yeah and you know you had these kind of hanging around the party kind of people and then we saw it at the end of the presidency and, and all those people that were just there in the final hours or whatever. This dinner should not have occurred. No. It's it's beneath him. What why do you need to have dinner with Kanye West who's you oh, know he's just gone kooky at this yes, point. And this guy, Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes. First of all, it, it is frightening, John, that either there is no official guest list that has to be vetted. These right. people clearly like you say, showed up and were showed the dining room or whatever Wow, so I think it's it's all they keep doing is handing more fodder to Biden's team, the white House that's, you know and and the Democrats and everybody um I, I would also, you know, some other Republicans that are trying to move on. I just think it actually makes Trump look more and more John. Something like this makes reminds people who now feel he's gone with the fringes. And yes. I think that there's nothing bigger than something like that. Like what what are you doing having dinner with them? And, and, and hosting it's
0: inexcusable. Them? It's, right. it's just like this this notion of somehow Kanye West known as Ye, showed up and had some friends who I didn't know. Who are they? I mean, with that type of loosely held, I mean, it doesn't seem be right. do any vetting. You don't know if someone's coming in who has been, you know, who's facing charges on something, right. who's on time for something, who could have an outstanding warrant on their head, who knows what they could be involved in. When does the amateur hour end? I mean, and I get it. Now, neither one of them have both broken a crime, so... I'm not blaming the Secret Service. It ultimately it falls on him. It falls on his staff. Those types of individuals should not have access to a former president. I'm sorry. What? Well, like, if he's not going to take it serious, then right. how can anyone that's going to support him take it serious? It, it, that is it, a it, joke. Of all the people you could be dining with, and that's who you choose to spend time with. It it is it is it is bordering on yeah. It's kind of pathetic. It is inexcusable and and makes you. Really unelectable to run because neither one of them have any business being around anyone of power.
8: No, and and JD, it's like would former President Bush, you know, W, would he? And JD, at this point, it's um, it's like a washed-up celebrity. I mean, I'm sorry, like what you know, Kanye, you know what I mean? Like some of these people, like they barely, why were they ever famous? I mean, I realize he was a a musical artist, but like to bring this other person who's whacked, whacked job.
0: Totally. Is. And and yeah. be
8: allowed. It does. I will say, it, you know, the people who say this just uncontrolled, undisciplined. And it, yeah. you look like Trump hasn't learned one lesson.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So and that's that's part of the problem. Yeah. Now, Donna Perry, also now Twitter's been going through some changes. I don't think it's necessarily bad. It's definitely a little different than it was. Not tremendous. But what is your take on suddenly Senator Edward Markey? of Massachusetts right. uh, saying that the government now needs to get involved with Twitter.
8: Well, you know, I mean, it, it is unbelievable to see that they are just going after, you know, Musk. And um I, I think what the latest dust up is about is this issue when, you know, Musk and and he by the way, he did pull back this idea that he would have just the subscription fee and then it's this this, um, thing where you have, you know, the verified check mark system right, like exactly. that. So that gives you legitimacy, but he has kind of held back on that. They're re-looking at that. There can be problems. So, but because of all that early on, two weeks ago, or whatever, Markey gets impersonated. Obviously he's not going to let that go. Um, and, and he's very upset. And now the latest thing is he just feels that Musk kind of, you know, brushed him off. And, you know, a guy like Marky John, they, first of all, they, they just, they don't like that Musk now he's let Trump back on the platform. Well, that to them was, I think like war to some of the progressives. And so Marky is now saying, um, I mean, he's calling Twitter could is, is like a public health threat or something like that. Or he's saying someone could impersonate the CDC, um and and claim now i think this is foolish he's trying yeah. to say oh well they could say vaccines are are not good for you well john that's debated on social media like by the hour or yes. it was good <laughs> point. i mean right. that's ridiculous that was all that was debated for every minute over along when the vaccines came out so, and I think I, I just defend Musk on a lot of this stuff. It's he's not, yes. it's social media across social media. All of this is debated like every other minute. Yes. Um, so that's foolish to say that's a public health threat. We all know it's an endless debate. Should people have been forced to get the vaccine, not get the vaccine. I mean, you know, that's kind of foolish by Marky. And I just think he's his, that's very threatening language to say you know, to Moscow, oh, we think, you know, maybe we need to get involved or we need to, you know, intervene. What does that mean? You're going to intervene and. Right. So I think that, you know, this is going to what is going to go back and forth. Again, I think they they so detest that Musk let Trump back on. Yeah. Um, Even though
0: he's not using it. He's not and using the he's, podcast. He's
8: not using he's not it. not or anything. Well, yeah. I would also argue one last thing about, um, you know, this issue of Twitter's not, quote, safe. And there are people, oh, oh you know, in CBS. God. Oh, it's not a safe place. Come on. J.D., when they talk about, oh, a private billionaire. Now, don't they realize... Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, yes. is a multi-billionaire. That's right. He was a. It's a private company. He be, he left it rich, you know. Um, for years, I mean, you know, you have Zuckerberg with Facebook. Like, what are they talking about? All of these guys are billionaires.
0: Absolutely.
8: So yeah. I just think that they look are looking for areas to like quote go after Musk and mm. you know, but he'll he will. I think he's quite um you know i think he's quite capable to to align to me no one is better with the technology than Elon no, musk
0: no and, so. and it's still up and running and this this kanye west nick fuente's trump story is a perfect example all the the important journalists of our time whether it's you know maggie hammond and the new york times whoever they, they were all they are breaking different aspects of the story i mean i if you took right. away all the noise around Twitter, as someone that's on it every day, all day, right. there's really no difference to it at all, not that I see. Donna Perry, finally, the Bidens in uh, Nantucket over the course of the Thanksgiving weekend, and w- we we believe that one of the big topics that uh, that the president will be deciding is this business of whether or not to run for re-election in 2024. And I just want to hear your thoughts on that.
8: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, there they are and good for them. And they he stays at apparently the Carlyle Group founder of this big billionaire himself, Dave mm. Rubenstein. That's the Tony House that they use. Okay. That, and that's nice. They're entitled to do that. Um, in terms of what, you know, they, they were saying they're talking it over, um, would you look at some recent polls out too, John? What I find is still curious to me it's unclear where the other Democrats come down on this i mean yeah. i th- I think we're seeing polls that are showing a lot of mixed views um I think you know, because they managed to sidestep getting really you know pummeled in the midterm elections. Right. I think Biden now clings to that. I also think in an odd way trump lurking around the edges of 2024 so i think i think biden thinks that's his winning card Mm. he because they believed oh well he beat trump before yeah so will he go i really don't think that story is at all decided i think there's a lot of issues um a lot of the other democrats are saying you know i think people are taking a let's wait and see um but i don't think that there are polls that indicate that, you know, the Democratic base is like, you know, yeah, yeah, like 100 percent Biden, you know, let's go for it. I I just think that these people are being polite and mostly they're not showing their cards. Right. Uh, So I think that's where they're at about him. I think it's
0: I I agree with you. We'll leave it at this. I think it's undecided. Yeah. I think they are encouraged by um, the midterms that they didn't get blown out as much. I agree with you on Trump. I I just I wonder, though, if they're betting the ranch like, oh, we beat Trump in 2020. We're going to beat him again. I, I, I'm i not convinced that's who they'd be facing.
8: Right. And right.
0: Only they really know what his physical health is like. I mean, as we've talked about and discussed, I mean, he they keep him as light schedule as possible. They keep him hidden away. He hasn't sat down and done a major interview in, in quite some time. Um, and I think we there's reasons for that. So. I think it's I think it's an unknown. I, yeah. I would be curious to see if there would be someone, someone like Gavin Newsom of California, is already kind of making signals that they, he wouldn't mm. challenge a sitting president. And right. and I think a lot of Dems kind of feel that way. But I, I I think I'm you know, but but Donna Perry, let's leave it at this. When do you think he would have to make some kind of decision? uh because otherwise otherwise just to give other camps up and running i mean the republican side i'm not sure if people fully understand as soon as the spring hits both you know oh Fox you're and off Lose and max, running they're talking yeah. about having debates and and then august is the iowa straw poll and next year at this time it's all the iowa caucus so um but if we're still doing that but in uh, new hampshire and so forth but um but what, what do you when do you think if you're the biden white house that they Almost kind of need to make a decision. Well,
8: oddly, I think if Trump is indicted for some very serious things that are going on right now, I think that changes the whole paradigm for the Democrats, because I think if Trump is indicted, it begins to take away that he's the opponent. Uh, And if these guys begin to sniff out and think, well, wait a minute, you know, DeSantis, the 45 year old uh, star. I think that changes their dynamic. And so I sure. think there's a lot of, as you, a lot of balls in the air until yeah. it gets to that point. And I think if That's you're.
0: An excellent point. Yeah. And a, and a huge difference between Biden on stage across from the former president that he beat and then him. I mean, that to me looks very much Kennedy Nixon of yes. up against a very young, capable, aggressive governor of Florida. Yeah. With uh, certainly not as much baggage. Folks, again, she is independent columnist, opinion maker. It's done. As always.
8: You bet. OK.
0: Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts. You can reach them at 508 508- propane heating and cooling its propane plus their team's been there three generations they're available 24-7 for service and delivery and they plan on serving you for a long time to come they offer online billing ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button and remember all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment it's propane plus and remember with propane it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now it's renewable call propane plus today at 401-885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209